what do you get when we have three storylines that never seems to end, so it feels like it's going forever? Well, I mean, we're just not used to it because Yashihime is usually episodic, but this is more like continual, so it's not so bad. Hi, I'm Annie. I'll be taking the devil's advocate, apparently. And I'm Minty. I'm giving Yashihime the benefit of the doubt sometime. And this is Fun Untitled, where we serve every podcast with an FU. And today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 10, aka, I'm pretty sure it's Yasuhime Episode 34. The Battle of the New Moon Part 1. Okay, so let's go through each one, right? Because it's kind of hard to keep going back and forth. Yeah, so let's get the shortest one out of the way. So Setsuna's human now during the New Moon, which is interesting. I think she's hotter with long hair. She is. I think that hair grows like twice the length. Here's something I want to know, but why did Inuyasha's hair didn't grow? No, I'm just kidding. Why did Setsuna know exactly all the demons that's going after her? Is it because Kilala told her? When did Setsuna could talk to Kilala? I don't know, I was weird. How could Setsuna talk to Kilala when she's human? But she never did when she was demon. Maybe Inuyasha could speak to Kilala. Could you imagine <laughs> the conversations they've had? Because <laughs> they never like directly talked to Kilala, but they kind of always knew what she was saying. Yeah, like the vibe. Yeah. Oh wow. And based off the preview, I don't know if that's just like fourth wall breaking, but she knew everything more hard and... Oh, I mean, that's just narration. Well, I don't know. Like, normally the narration doesn't break the fourth wall like that. Yeah, is not that good of a series. Then we move on to Toa. She's hanging out with Riku and Rion. And then she gets kidnapped by Zero. I think that's one of the weak points of Yashahime is just that, like, the enemies just come out of nowhere. Like, Naraku would stay at a base and Inuyasha and his friends had to work to get to him. So it felt like a natural progression. But when Zero can just pop up anywhere, even Kirimaru, it just feels forced and, like, why don't you come earlier or later? There's, there's no point in you coming now except to just cause, like, useless drama. Yeah, like when Kirimori came in the episode where he blinded Riku and was like, I'm here, now I'm gone. It's like, well, it feels like the big bad can just come and ask for a cup of sugar at this point. Yeah, so it's like, ugh, it's so annoying. I am so sick of the goddamn Rainbow Pearls trying to make it as important as the Shikon Jewel, and then we just kind of forget about it. I mean, one of the great things about the Shikon Jewel is that a lot of times you get to see the before, the during, and the after. You know, like, why it was important for someone to have the Shikon jewel how much it changed their lives but the rainbow pearl it's like they already had it so it's like okay and then nothing changed when they lost it except if they lost their life hell to save our life you know what that was stupid was when she was getting transported by the lantern butterflies and Toa was like Rion I'm gonna push you out of danger and it's like hey Toa hey champ we know this is from Zero <laughs> we know Zero is after your ass Rion would have been fine you could have used her as a shield but it's like no we she's the protagonist she needed to protect Rion it's like why I mean same reason why does Zero need Toa like I know it's like we're sort of build Toa's character to be like a better person but if Rion just wasn't in the damn circle that would have made 10 times more sense (laughs) just like snap gone yeah yeah Toa's just like technically has no flaws so she's just a very boring and annoying character and you know we have to go on signature episode Setsuna (laughs) it's a Rumiko Takahashi stage Oh yeah. Then we get to the meat of it, Moraha's story, where she learns more about Takechiyo, the whole raccoon family, and we had a small Inuyasha scene, which I thought was going to take more of the episode. Honey, remember that one time we saw Inuyasha in the preview and it was like a minute? It was like an actual story, but this was the only good scene of Yashahime in total. Well, what's weird was that Hachi told the story.
very weird. Like, oh, you know, I had no interest in this clan, but we came for the funeral, and then suddenly Songo and Kogome came in and was like, oh, we knew he was evil. It's like, why didn't you start off in that story, Hachi? It just seemed like Songo and Kogome were just whoring themselves out. I don't know, maybe it's a Japanese thing. Like, like you would know if you were from Japan what that's about. Uh. But I did think it was weird that he would go for, like, the Lord's funeral, but maybe it's just, like, for personal reasons, not for, like, business reasons. Honestly, this would have been better if they actually, like, fleshed out the whole story like Inuyasha would. God, the evil guy? What was his name? Um, I'll just call him Shogun. Okay, Shogun? He's, like, the most least compelling character. It's like, you cannot pay me to care about him or his stand. I don't know, I care more about him than I do Kiden Maru. <laughs> At he has a goal. I know what he's doing. I know why he's evil. Who do you think they're gonna ask what happened? They're gonna ask Songo, Moroku, or they're gonna uselessly go to Kohaku? You would have to ask Songo because the part that they don't know, Songo was there. But are they smart enough to yeah, make that They only got one bird. Hachimaru, <laughs> Hachi's gotta be, you know. Hey, Moroku was watching Kagome, you know, seal the full moon raccoon dog, so be stupid for them to send it to him. Okay, here's the thing that I know we both actually hated. So, Moha made a hand glider because of <laughs> little allusion to the Yashihime X Detective Conan collabs because like, oh, it's a hang glider used by the Phantom D. So that's obviously Kaito Kid. What's interesting is that like Case Clothes is not that popular outside of Japan. So how many Americans actually get the reference? Eh, anime ain't made for Western. I don't know. I mean, Phantom Thief was clearly Kaito Kid and the hang glider, like just staples. But we have two raccoon dogs that can fly. <laughs> Why did we need the hang glider? And it's like, oh, they couldn't go high enough? But clearly Hachi went high enough at one point during the flashback. I don't know. I, it's, it's a mystery. I honestly can't tell. Because then the hang glider ended up like dragging them. And like the hang glider had more power than two raccoon dogs? Is it a known fact that above the ocean is just more wind? <laughs> Like, that's why people go power gliding, like the currents or something? You know, technically, yeah, there shouldn't really be wind. Especially, like, on a new moon? I don't know. I don't know how tidal waves work. I sort of got it. This isn't setting up more hall to get priest powers. I don't know what this is for. What's interesting is, like, because we see Kagome first using the ceiling arrow technique. And that's cool and all. It kind of explains why Moral has that powers, but... It would have been nice if they showed Kagome doing something different that Moroha could learn. Yeah. Even if it's just instinctually. Because what could Moroha learn next? Whatever Kikyo used to seal Inuyasha to the tree, we're going to do it to Kieran Mori. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's just like arrows, right? Because the multi-arrow is a better technique than the single arrow. Because like, like you know when Inuyasha met the bat half-demon and there was an orb that could like create strong barriers and the whole point of him absorbing the barriers' powers is so that he could break barriers? There's like a flow and a connection and a story and like about saving people, but then it's like, what is it for this one? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, before we wrap up, what do you think about the whole three episode structure? I still think the three episode structure. Now I know what I said in the beginning, like it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just wish they did the whole Moraha, then the whole Setsuna, and then the whole Toa. But I guess it is also kind of hard because they are supposedly ha- happening simultaneously. But it's just like the 
way they break it up is just makes it very uninteresting in each episode. So I guess maybe I wish one episode, well, I guess technically the last episode is all Setsuna. But then just, just end it. It's hard because it feels like this episode in particular, everyone is doing a setup for like, oh, we promise it's going to have a big payoff. You just have to see the setup of Setsuna making all these plans, totally getting captured, Moha making a hang glider. And next episode, you will have your payoff. But I honestly don't know if the next episode is going to be more setup or one of those three stories will come to fruition. Yeah, because you would have thought the last episode was the end for Setsuna's storyline. Because it was fine. I mean, it had really nothing to do with her. Except that she can cut that thread of faith. She can look at Moisha's Somu win moments by just tapping the thread. Which is fine, but I don't need the whole snow demons and her becoming human. It's just like, I mean, the human thing's fine. Just the snow demons I can't stand. The snow demons stupid? I have no idea why Tora's traveling with Rion and Riku. Where are you going? Yeah, you asked that. I was like, oh yeah. Because I think Riku wants to protect Toa, and then Rion's just there for the ride and I don't know what the hell Toa's doing now. Riku. Yeah, Rion's just gonna hold you back. Let me take also, Riku, I am now blind. Let me travel with you. <laughs> you protect me now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why they put the whole zero thing in because there was no direction with the Toa storyline. Yeah, I get. I sort of got the next episode they're going to bring up the damn lavender because I saw Setsuna sniff her hands. <laughs> I wish they brought up the Akuru thing. Yeah, you know. It was so short and like, Kirimori just left and it's like, um, hello. You're just putting this in as like, quote-unquote foreshadow, but you can't just put it in and call it done. Isn't that the tagline of Yashihime? We just put it in and call it done. (laughs) Just like this podcast. We're just gonna put this goodbye in and call it done. Thank you. Bye.